Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Abortion. That's my topic. Abortion. We have now come uh, to the 47th year since the passage of Road versus Wade. So we have now entered into a uh, major time in life in our political system where the abortion industry has been well established over 47 years with Planned Parenthood being the primary and the most well-developed and uh, most active resource for women seeking abortion. Now, in that 47 years, there has been slightly in excess of 65 million babies killed as a result of the abortion process. So we have now the death of 65 million babies. You think of how many states in the United States added up to 65 million. Quite a population. Now that represents about 47% of all the death in the world. So abortion is a major, major event. 47% of all the deaths occur. So it's almost half if you think of it that way. Now in Washington, we've had a number of um, significant activities recently, both pro and con for the abortion industry. And uh, for those that represent the pro-life industry, it's been a very active year and uh, a number of years recently. But currently, Alan Washington, we have 20 representatives that are pro-life, that are actively and verbally and publicly committed pro-life. That's the most representatives in Congress that we've ever had that have been pro-life. And we have a president that has now been just voted out of office, uh, Mr. Trump, who not only was a pro-life president, but in a recent march in Washington by the pro-life uh, industry, if you will, the pro-life uh, population of people have had a um, march before the uh, United States uh, Supreme Court, Mr. Trump marched with them. First president ever to march in a pro-life rally or event. Now we've had another development taking place just recently in Washington. That is President Biden has now issued a um, an executive order in which women can come to America from other countries and receive an abortion, and we as United States taxpayers pay the bill. So we're going to now see not only an increase in the abortions taking place in America today as compared to the past four years, but we're going to see it coming from other countries as well, women coming from other countries and now receiving abortions here in America. Interestingly, point, and an interesting point here is that um, other countries really don't have to pass laws uh, favoring abortion and paid for by public funds in those countries. They don't have to do that anymore. All they have to do is to see that their women are transported to America, receive their abortions, we pay for it, and they go back home. And uh, we've taken care of the financial obligation. Be interesting to see how this unfolds over the next couple of years. But that's one of the recent developments in Washington. And obviously we all know that Amy Coney Barrett was elected and uh, appointed to the uh, Supreme Court. And uh, she's pro-life. Now, she can't just obviously change the pro-life issue at, at, at her whim. Issues have to come before her that have pro-life impact or components. And then she can evaluate those issues relative to the Constitution. She's committed to the Constitution of the United States and interpreting the Constitution of the United States. She's not committed to see that the pro-life industry gets advanced. That's not her job. It's not the job of any Supreme Court justice. They are to uh, read and to 
integrate issues of today with the Constitution that was written years and years and years ago and understand current issues relative to the Constitution and interpret issues relative to the Constitution. That's what a Supreme Court justice is all about. Now, in a number of years here, we've had a, several organizations formed across the country to advocate for life. And um, one of these certainly is Student for Life. Students for Life. It's an organization that's uh, been around now for a number of years and uh, well-established and well-respected. And they're very active. They're active primarily on university campuses. And uh, just last year, they launched 131 student life groups, or should you put it the other way, students for life groups on various campuses. And uh, they're seeing now a number of volunteers, a number of people come before uh, college campuses uh, and the students of college campuses advocating for life, offering seminars and various kinds of events, and then advocating that the Planned Parenthood organization no longer be housed on campuses of our universities. And last year, 14 Planned Parenthood organizations and centers on campuses were removed from universities as a result of the work of Students for Life. So we can see what's going on. You can see the activity that's going on across the country, particularly at the university level, because that's where the focus you know, has been. Now, last year, Students for Life had the campaign in a march uh, on the Supreme Court because of the 47 years of Road versus, I mean, yeah, Road versus Wade. And uh, that was in the 1st of March. And um, 15,000 pro life advocates or students and individuals marched. Only about 30 pro abortion protesters marched. So you can see that there was a very strong number of students and uh, people who are advocating for pro life across the country. And uh, this is a movement that's gaining strength and gaining, and gaining numbers across the country. You're going to see much more of that and much more activity of that during this next year as Mr. Biden is so committed to the abortion industry and to see that they are funded. And uh, Students for Life and others will be advocating that funding not be granted at the state level. And in fact, they're now advocating at the governor level to ask governors to rule that abortion is not a necessary procedure. It's elective. It's not necessary, especially in this pandemic world now that things that are necessary get advanced and things which are not necessary get put on hold. Now, another thing is the um, production of the movie Unplanned. You can get it in the digital format and uh, watch that. Unplanned uh, it was produced in April this past year, and thousands of viewers have had a chance now to see the true story of Amy Johnson and her journey from Planned Parenthood management. She was the director of a cha of Planned Parenthood and left that organization because she became a believer in pro-life and became a pro-life advocate. And the story is about her, unplanned. Get the CD and watch it. Now, another fact is going, an another uh, series of events are going on in the world of um, abortions. And um, students are asking their university management presidents to remove Planned Parenthood, not only from campus as an organization, but the links to Planned Parenthood on their resource list that they make available to students. Pepperdine University in Southern California did that recently. They removed Planned Parenthood from their resource list 
that's a list that students use to uh, seek out resources that they need when they have trouble or they have a problem or they need help of some kind. And Planned Parenthood was one listed on this uh, directory of resources. Uh, a number of universities now are removing Planned Parenthood from listing as a resource for students, primarily Christian universities, religious universities. And the point is that religious universities, Christian universities, need to be true to their values. They need to be true to their faith. They need to be true to their traditions and treat abortion as a non-essential event and a non-preferred event, and rather endorse pro-life, which is consistent with scriptural and biblical teaching. Now, another factor that uh, has come before us as a country, and that is the research in the area of abortions itself. And uh, one research uh, study in the National Library of Medicine noted that there's an increased chance, a much greater increased chance, for women to have a second pregnancy that is problematic after they've had an initial abortion. Fetus is, uh, or the fertilized egg, I should say, well, it's a fetus, fertilized egg implants in the fallopian tube of women, and therefore is less chance to survive, and it creates an enormous bleeding problem for women, many of which are even at stake for their whole life. So there's a tenfold risk factor for women who have undergone an abortion as they have subsequent pregnancies. So we are seeing the fact that many women cannot even have a child, cannot produce a child after they've had an initial pregnancy. So often women are not told that, by the way. They're not told that by the abortion industry and abortion clinics. Um, This is one uh, secret almost that has been perpetuated uh, in this industry is the problems that are subsequent to an abortion. We focus on the abortion itself and its morality and its issues of health and the social factors and the safety factors, but really there needs to be an emphasis and a knowledge of the woman's health status relative to pregnancy after she's had an initial abortion. She's at risk and she may not be able to have that uh, second or third uh, pregnancy as she may wish to have. So we need to be uh, informing women about this element of the abortion event that they choose in life. And it may not be the answer to their problem. They may wish to just withhold that abortion and Look at alternatives, such as adoption. The adoption industry needs to grow. We need to grow the adoption industry so that we can minimize abortions and maximize adoptions in our country. That's the answer. That's a dual, the, the, the dual answer to this issue. Stop having abortions, but seek out the agencies that provide for and that encourage adoption, foster parenting, and other uh, alternatives, you know, for a young child. So, there we are. That's the uh, abortion industry today and some of the factors that are taking place in America relative to abortion. You need to be very much aware of what's going on and some of the issues and um, be advised yourself but also advise young women who are in this situation and making decisions relative to pregnancy. Nice to have you with me, and bye for now.